Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, December 14th, we're back. National Free Shipping Day. Doesn't make a lot of sense to put this on this day if you're asking me because, that, I mean, it's not going to be here for when you need it. If you're ordering by now, I don't know if maybe you could chance it, I guess. But Adam makes a confused face. Yeah, I mean, it's it's 2023. I feel like things ship in less than 12 days. I feel like it's usually like within the next three days. But Canada Post, I heard, is not guaranteeing now. They're like, we can't make it by Christmas, you know, from sources well, inside the if you're the sending shipment. like a handwritten stamped letter in the mail, maybe. But I feel like if you're ordering things online, you're you're generally good. When was the last letter you wrote, you think? Last year. What was that for if unloaded? <laughs> for my girlfriend. Oh, Let's loaded. go, dude. That's the last wrong. one I did was for my girlfriend, too. Let's go. From Rome. Some air support instantly. I love that. Yup. From Rome, dude, from my trip this summer in Italy. Wow. It was like, I want a postcard. And I'm like, bet, I got you. And I like wrote down her address in handwriting, and my handwriting sucks, and it somehow made it, which I thought was incredible. Why are you so surprised? Isn't this what the postal like service does? I don't know. I just didn't think they could fucking like read my handwriting. No, it's crazy. I watched a like hour-long documentary about like the system they have for reading bad handwriting and like the secondary and tertiary checks they go through and it's wow that's sick and like it came in like pretty good shape because it was like i didn't put it in an envelope or something it was just one of those like classic postcards you just throw in and it was great it was in pristine condition so the more you know dude i wish i could get more postcards out there low-key sending some calgary postcards to some calgary boys would just be sick just i'm I'm checking in on you like what's up how are you doing thinking about you today that's kind of fire yeah that's a good move actually Actually, yeah, I, I had this one patient um, who was a big fan of postcards and he gave me this whole spiel about um, how he doesn't like like have a phone, like he doesn't want people texting him or calling him. He's like, if you need to reach me and you actually care about me, you'd write a, a postcard. Wow. So, <laughs> like, wow, that's interesting. Wow. This is kind of reminding me of back in the day when Owen was in Guatemala and he had once a week internet access and I was just packing in as much sports info as I could into these emails once a week. Yeah, those were the days. Oh, okay. Oh, so good. Great time. It was good. No, it was a good time. Is that, I mean, I appreciate it. What a rush, it was, hey? Yeah, no, That's it like was a, good. Well, when what, was that like a Friday night thing? You get access to the internet or no, what? It was like a it was like a Monday morning, and so Whoa. like Monday morning, I'd like you, you you. It's like radio silence for the other six days, but then Monday you hear about like like the Cowboys won, you know, <laughs> or like the Red Sox won the World Series or wow. whatever it was. Yeah. So Monday morning was kind of like your Friday night. That was just like the best. Yeah, that was my my uh, my holiday. Mm. every monday so nice dude i should have thrown in some caps in there like yo like you're not gonna believe this lebron's been traded to the pistons dude because you'd have no way of verifying it yeah i would have verified it with cookie his cookie was like he was giving me his nba uh lists and stuff like he was keeping (laughs) me super tapped in raw good times 
Maybe not so yeah. good times. I don't know. I wasn't really there. I was just on no, one end times. of the computer. Good, good. Times. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Um, I had, not to dilly-dally too much, but I had my first fall of the winter season today. I don't know if you guys get, get falls on the ice, but I went full cartoonish. I was like going down the driveway. I slipped both feet into the air, straight Ooh. onto my back. It was a nasty one, dude, and I... I, I don't know if this happens to you guys, but I'm good for at least like one or two a year. It's kind of embarrassing, but I, oh. I, I'm i just not a very good balance guy, I don't think, or something. I don't know. I can't remember the last time I fell on ice, um, but I'm sure it's going to happen soon now that I said it. But um, you're going to probably be feeling that tomorrow, hey, like on the tailbone? I feel it right now, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be so much worse in the morning. That's what I don't like. Like I remember the one time I did fall just right on the tailbone, dude, and I was like, I, I can't move. About the certs. Not what I want to see this time of year. But yeah, football, we can do that. I don't know. You want to do picks first or you want to talk about any of the happenings? What's, uh, what do you want to do first, Alex? Has there even been any happenings really? Monday night was a little interesting, I guess, with the, you know, Titans comeback. Um, I've been a Titans guy this year, so I was happy to see that. Um, <laughs> well, they're in poverty. So we. I, well, I mean, I don't know how they got there. I, I surely wasn't voting for them to be in poverty. So um, I knew they were a unserious team all along. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's some Belichick news, I guess, too. So yeah, there's Nick Mullen. There's the Easton Stick taking over for the Chargers. NFL Brazil. There's some stuff. I mean, I don't know if anything. <laughs> what do you, and yeah, what do walk, you us, walk us through these? Cause I haven't heard like what's going on with NFL Brazil. That's the first time I've heard it. It's mentioned. just a game that they're going to host for um, next year. Yeah. Oh. They're going. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I see. I feel like, you know, Brazil's a pretty, they probably get pretty animated. Oh yeah. They yeah. got big stadiums there. Very passionate fans. Like that'd be like, I would much rather go there than Europe. And you already know, like, Christ the Redeemer is going to be decked out in, like, a Chiefs jersey or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> they get him the jumbo, dude. That's, see, you say you would rather go there than Europe. I I don't want, you know, Brazil, I, I hear some grim things about Brazil. I wouldn't want to be visiting there. And and you say big stadium, passionate fans. I remember the video a few weeks back that, I mean, it's it sends oh. shivers down my spine, dude. The Fabrizio Romano guy in the Yi Jean Leon just getting absolutely assaulted. I, I absolutely mm. do not want to go to Brazil. That's true, but I feel like, you know, like Cardinals, Bills or something isn't going to have the same yeah. crowd as Argentina, <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> what team does uh, Cairo Santos play on? Because he's Brazilian, Bears. dude. Okay, so maybe the Bears have to be involved if you want an animated okay. crowd. Because that's their prodigal son. Yeah, and too bad we don't have like an Ar- Ar- Argentine, Argentinian uh, player, I think. so. Yeah. Is there no Argentinians? I'm, I'm looking that up right now. You you have to type. You'll probably have to type in the like NFL heritage thing and see who wore a decal, maybe. But mm, let's see. As for the starters, Phil, I don't care. Like Easton yeah. Stick, don't care. Chargers are done, and then I think it's about time. I think you know Nick Mull or the the Vikings tried someone new at quarterback just because the Dobbs run was sick, but yeah, he's kind of worn out his time there. So, um, yeah. but I also don't care about the Vikings. So just two teams that I don't really care about. Yeah, I agree with you. The Easton Stick, holy voice crack. The Easton Stick does not do it for me at all. I mean, I feel bad for you, if anything, because you're going to go to the Chargers game in a few weeks, and 
I mean, the, the fun <laughs> yes, on that so game heat. went down quite a bit with Herbo out. Um, but I agree with you. The Dobbs run, some are calling it Linsanity for the engineers. I don't know if Adam agrees with that. It was a great time, but it's over now. He can go back to being the Fitzpatrick, popping up on a new team going off in a couple of years. I'm. Uh, it doesn't really move the needle for me on either one of them. And Bill, I mean, <laughs> when it happens, I'm going to be very happy. But until then, I don't want to, you know, spoil the party. But I think I think you called it, though, because I think I read that um, they essentially came to that decision after that uh, European game. And f- I think Phil said that they might leave Bill in Europe, which they didn't, yeah. but technically did. Yes. So Phil was right. I don't want to take credit for that. After so, last episode, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not airing the Phil show right now, but, <laughs> but in in past seasons, it would have been a green light to do so. Yes, yes. but yeah. I don't want to do that after the discussion we had on the last one. But you know, this is this has been a long time coming. So if it's actually true, I, I you know, I'm going to be looking forward to that. I uh, I really am. But yeah, no, not a lot of happenings. Did you get anything on Argentina, Adam? Is there is there nothing? There's no one. Tough tough well hopefully that game still has some passion i would like i would like to see a little bit more of a fiery crowd but we can do the picks of course i don't i just want to say i never would have imagined 45 and 28 17 games over 500 four in one week last week this is i mean this is an, an institution is what it's getting to be yeah who who would have thought that if we put all our 40 and 45 records together this would be the result yeah (laughs) years of toiling around 500 or in my case way below it has actually resulted in a huge success so i'm happy about this we all put it together and we made sense i'm voting i know we always pick the thursday night game i'm voting that we just don't do that i don't think this game is worthy of being picked why would we pick this game well it's on thursday and but we could pick I, the Saturday night game hard, instead. It's a hard game to pick on your own, so I feel like if we combine our brains, we can put that uh, whatever the record you said was to use. The the problem is, Adams and Jacobs didn't practice like all week. It's Easton Stick. They're not even name. The Raiders aren't even naming a starting quarterback. We don't know who it's going to. It might be Jimmy G out there. Uh, oh boy. If we have to pick, oh. I'm inclined to take the Raiders just because I don't trust the Easton stick. But if somebody has another feeling. I'm you know, gonna... you said that, and now I, I kind of want the Raiders even more. I was kind of leaning there, and I've heard this Zamir White guy is actually kind of nice, the backup running back. Maybe Alex knows more. Yeah, that's yeah I actually named and dropped him, I think, at the beginning of last year. Last really? year's NFL season, yeah. So I've known, I've known about Zamir for a little bit. And he's nice. He's quick. Yeah, he's Zemir. nice. I've known about Zamir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I don't know, man. Like, do you not just want the Raiders at home, like against the Stick and against Eckler and against uh, Daly? Can I just say, I, 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 I kind of like the Stick. <laughs> In what? Uh, as, as I'm just reading up on him, uh, and he had a. He's the most. He has the holds the record for the most wins by a starting quarterback in Division One FCS history. Yeah, you had forty three and nine, forty nine and three as a starter. Yeah, and he ran a four six North Dakota State, the Carson Wentz school. So it looks like he's got a, quite a promising prospect. 
for for one. And then second, I was just looking at the Chargers' recent games, and they haven't given up 30 points in four weeks. So maybe the defense has turned a little quarter. I saw him get asked about his uh, record as a start as a starter today, and he said, "I know North Dakota State isn't the NFL, but I'm used to winning, so Oh. I'm gonna win." Which was pretty raw. Why don't we take the Easton? I like I the don't Easton. know. I mean, I would take the Raiders here even if Herbert was starting. So, like, even with Herbert, they've been garbage. So, I think with Stick, I think it's just going to be worse. Not to put my nerd glasses on, but also the spread that we're picking is uh, not the same as the live spread. So there's some value in, in the Raiders. The R spread is two and a half and the real spread is three and a half. So we kind of get saved by that point, Okay. you know? I kind of like the stick after Owen started talking about him. And I, <laughs> I do like the stick. In 2020, he also had a hundred percent completion percentage with the Chargers. was he one for Did he one? throw one pass? He won for one for four yards. 83 passer rating. <laughs> I, I predict a lot of four yard completions in his future. 54, Well, he had a 50% completion percentage this past weekend. yeah, that was heat. But now he's got a week to prepare. I I I see I see the uh I see the case against him. I do like what I see on his Wikipedia page. Adam, Adam also made a good point. Owen has been on a bit of a heater with these weird quarterbacks because he said the highly recruited Jake Browning, who was undrafted. So I Yeah, don't, that was heat. I don't know what. Oh no, he was highly <laughs> recruited. Isn't everyone a five star out of, or a four star out of high school? Like, who cares? Well, I mean, that was just, I mean, it's a bad point, maybe, but I wasn't saying he was a number one overall pick. Believe me, I wasn't confused about that. Okay. 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 Keenan Allen's out. Okay, I'll take the Raiders. I'll flip. I'll flip. I'll be an informant. I'll flip. I, you know, All right. Do you really want to be cheering for Eckler? no, I hate Eckler. Like, Eckler. how Oh. you're gonna have to be cheering for Quentin Johnson and, and Eckler, Owen? oh, a Josh Palmer's Heat. back. You know, though, this sounds Oh. like such an underdog story. Slow, old, no hamstring Eckler, Quentin Johnson with brick hands and the Easton stick. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like some fun? <laughs> and and I, I don't mean to be that guy but the kryptonite in the nfl this year has been backup qbs over their first few games like look at every qb that's come in and and over their first few games they've they've lit it up look at devito look at dobbs look at browning Look at Tim Boyle. <laughs> Tim Boyle. look at uh maybe not tim boyle but uh you know all these like Minshew, like it's the year of the backup qb <laughs> you guys are acting I know I'm not like going they're to give playing in to you. Mahomes and the Chiefs, dude. Like it's the Raiders. They're, they're going up against Aiden, Aiden O'Connell, man. Like what, what underdog. And Aiden O'Connell, also a backup, who did not light it up in his first few games. So I, I'm going with the Raiders. But I really, you tugged on my heartstrings with the, with the Chargers and the underdog story. It's like cheering for Air Bud against the Globetrotters. It would be sick. Okay. But let's go with the Raiders. Okay. Saturday night. Great game. Great game. Oh, Broncos at best Lions. two words. Saturday Saturday night night. is the best two words. It is. Hockey night in Canada. NFL. <laughs> What's not to love? What do you like in this game, Alex? Four and a half is the spread in favor of the Detroit Lions at home. I don't know. I'm just going to go with the Broncos here. The Lions are off giving me no confidence um, at all. Um, I just don't, I just don't trust the Lions at all. I I don't know what's you know, this team is struggling on so many levels. I feel like, um, and and I think that the Broncos can play them close. Um, just because the Broncos, uh, they're they're in a pretty tight playoff race, so um, I uh, I want to take the Broncos here. Agreed.
Wow. Whoa. Wow. A flip. Yeah, that, that should tell you something. Yeah, I mean, I like the Broncos then. I like the Broncos a lot too in this one, but this was one of those lines that I thought was going to be like one and a half with the way that the Lions are playing. So I don't know like what they're pulling at here because it seems like everybody and their mom is going to be on Denver. Well, I mean, spreads don't really move that much based on how a team's doing, right? Like you have to be really what? bad for a long time. Like unless you have major injury, like the Bills, for example, they're losing games, losing games, and then they're still favored in every game. Yeah, like the spread the live really spreads care. at four, so raw okay. <laughs> half point value. Half point. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> take the Broncos. We all like it anyway, but I think there's some Campbell, you know, motivation tactics that are potentially in play. I don't know. I'm just conspiring because I was I was a little confused by the line, but that's fine. We all like Denver. It's a this sp- is what I'm happy to get wrong too. I will say that. It's a win-win for me. True. Why? Because I like the Lions. Because he's the mayor of Detroit City. Dude. Yeah, but then you got a, you quit on the Lions as soon as they won, and then you're a fake. Well, you, that's fine. I care more about the Lions winning than I do about being right. That's big of yeah, you. Yeah, I'm a big man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's take the Broncos plus it's the four and a half. It's not a Lions fan. <laughs> I know. It's a win-win, dude. It's a win-win. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sunday night football, Ravens at Jags, decent game. I don't know if it's, you know, let's do the pod at nine 30 decent, but it's a decent game. Uh, Jags, if they lose and they, and a Colts win or a Texans win all of a sudden, they're kind of like in jeopardy in the AFC South. So kind of a big game and it's not going to be an easy one. Adam, what do you like? Uh, heat. I don't feel incredibly strongly about this, but I think I like the Jag wars more just the classic cats versus birds um mm-hmm. at home getting the hook i like the cat it's plus three and a half if we do that and they're doing a teal out not a blackout but a teal Ooh. out i'm gonna go with the ravens here just because losses to the Bengals and the browns now they got the ravens up which is definitely the hardest team they would have played they're gonna play in this three game stretch and um i just think the ravens are a much better team and i don't know jags I was pretty high on them, but I don't know. For some reason, they're looking a little shaky to me. So I don't love where they're at. I I don't know if Florence's injury is kind of keeping him from playing well or what it is, but I don't uh, feel confident taking the Jags here. Well, he played well last week. Mm. It's, it's, it's ah, he lost. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I like the Ravens, but... I don't understand the Ravens hate these days. Like I, I thought this would be a bigger line. I think the Ravens are still the best team in the AFC. So. Oh yeah, I agree, but I don't understand the Jags hate. Well, well like like I, I said, Lawrence three interceptions last week. Well, it's a it's the best defense at home this season. Let's keep the ball there a little more. <laughs> Adam, weren't you saying last week you thought the Jags defense might actually be bad? I'm not they might. I think they are bad. The Jags defense is bad. Yeah. But yeah. Ravens offense against this bad Jags defense. Oh yeah, for sure. The the Raven the Jags have the worst unit in the game by far. But And you, you still know, think yeah. they're gonna cover? Well, they're underdogs at home, dude. I think there's... I just lean towards it. I, I don't mind changing if you guys all like the Ravens. Oh, I like the I like the Jaguars. I just think uh three and a half is is a bit is a bit much for me. That was kind of my, you know, NFL Alex NFL team three and a half at home. Trevor Lawrence, ETN, you you know, you can't get behind that a little bit. Nah, fine, three and a half, whatever. What do I care? Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't have to flip that easy. Okay, I get. I mean, 
I I do like Baltimore, but I, I you know I can be backed off because it's one of. Those I'm not ones. gonna flip, so Phil, if you wanna. <laughs> I mean, I I you know I I was prone to being f- switched over, but I haven't heard a good. <laughs> We're in an indecisive know. off. Yeah, like I, I can't pick. I don't know. What's the argument for Baltimore? I guess they're they're the best team in the AFC. Yes. Yeah. They're the best team in the AFC. Yeah, but you know they they always have these weird situations at the end of their games, and you know if if you have them, you you want the money line. You don't really want the you know. It sounds like you can't be switched. I'm just saying what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I think I like the Jags more. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Jags then. It doesn't matter to me. So. We have a good record. If if we feel this strongly, it's a coin flip game, and uh, let's take the Jags then. I'm I'm with that. Unless Owen wants to join the indecisive gang. Public loves the Ravens too. No, no, Owen picked the Jags. I oh. did, I did. I mean, that's not a. I wasn't making that pick with a whole ton of conviction. That was Me sort neither. of just <laughs> my inkling. Well, I trust your inkling. Let's do that. Hey, we're we're against the public, which is good. Yeah. Exactly. That's not, mm. that's the headline. I here. feel like the public's cleaned up this year. I can't lie. You say that every week, but it's just not true. <laughs> well, what's the stats? I'm sure they have stats. Well, for it's that. less than fifty percent. They just they've had a couple good weeks. You're sure? Where do you find that stat? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're doing well this year. Okay, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Um, okay, so tentative Jags, depending on if the public is cleaning up or not. <laughs> Monday night, Eagles at Seahawks. I'm just going to say it. I like the Seahawks here. The Seahawks are a desperate team, and they need a win in the worst way possible. And I, I know the Eagles are kind of in the same boat, but the Seahawks are, you know, hanging on by a thread. You know, they, they got the piece of floss that they're just gripping onto right now. So I think this is an empty the playbook, do whatever we can, Seahawks at home plus the points. But I don't know if – I feel like that's kind of an a unpopular pick. Well, this is one I do feel strongly about, and I also like the Hawks. And I, I might be a, a Eagles hater, but I mean, I don't think they played necessarily poorly against the Niners, which was pretty impressive. Um, they played really well against the Cowboys, and they're—I uh, mean, as long as Geno's playing, I think they can cook this Eagles defense, which just really has not looked good all like for the past—I don't know—five, six weeks, and. Eagles are, you know, kind of beat up. They've had a, a lot of tough long games, and uh, I just, I think the Seahawks kind of have the formula. I'm gonna go with the Seahawks too. I hate this uh, Eagles team. I can't lie to you. I don't. I think they uh, only really one way they've shown that they can beat teams, and that's like in a kind of like a rock fight. And to me, that seems like it would be low scoring. And I think if that were the case, even if the Eagles were to win, I think that it would be uh, pretty. Low scoring game. It's hard to do in Monday night in Seattle too. That'll be a crazy. And the Eagles haven't beaten the Seahawks since 2008. I saw that stat too. I don't know if you guys saw the stat too. Just for future reference, the public is uh, public is is cleaning up this year. Mm -hmm. One hundred one ninety and ten. Heat at them. And scroll to the bottom. Scroll to the bottom. Well, that means if the public's cleaning up, then regression to the mean. (laughs) You would think that, but two years ago, the public. Still like forty-seven by four games, dude. I think it's called the gambler fallacy. That you're always due, right? 
Yeah, yeah. That well, it's that you think because there's been all these cases that have gone a certain way in the past that it's bound to go the other way, even though in a vacuum one single event has there's no the probability or the outcome of events so, previously don't affect the probability of the event in the moment. Exactly. So the the past stats don't matter. And they went four and ten against mm -hmm. the spread last week. Let's go. Mm. I know Adam doesn't Let's want go. to be wrong, but Let's go. He, he was he was wrong in this case. And I know that on and I don't want to I don't want to go at him, but I found an incredible receipt today that I need to share. Um on the last show, you said, and I quote, for the last six weeks, I've been saying CD Lamb is better or equal to AJ Brown. Have you did you or did you not say that? Can we have some uh, yeah, nods of did. approval? Uh, I don't you know did. if I said that word for word. I know what receipt you're pulling out. Okay. But... There was it's the one me sending the AJ Brown like troll tweet and to the group chat. Adam did send a tweet to the group chat exactly six weeks ago that reads AJ Brown has been playing lights out. I just don't believe he's on CD Lamb's level right now. Lamb's versatility sets him apart, and Adam put the comment insane tweet. I mean, that's true. I still stand by I don't think Okay, how do I explain this? Like, they're, <laughs> well, I they're don't think obviously, you do. I don't think cool. you do. Like I said on the last show, they're obviously in the same tier, but saying CeeDee Lamb is, like sets him apart from AJ <laughs> Brown is insane. I actually listened to the podcast today. Just for, this isn't to dunk on you at all? or, or to, Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Fans, no, not at all. Record. No, it's not a Our dunk contest here. Um, but you said he's been better for the last 10 weeks. So that was reiterated several times. And then you said... And then we oh, sort yeah. of had a little a little back and forth where, where I was like, well, you didn't even think that, you know, four, five, six weeks ago because you were saying AJ Brown was top three. And then you said, yeah, he's top three. I yeah. knew AJ, I knew CD Lamb was two. That's what yeah. you said. Oh, okay. What was All wrong? Right. What was wrong with that? Well, that just seems to disagree with that tweet that Phil pulled up. Yeah. That's all. And no, it, I'm saying they're they're both top three. They're both in the same tier. But it was an insane you, tweet. It was. Okay. Again, I want to rid the toxic culture, but I had to, you know, bring that up. I, and if you can receipt me in the next one, please do. I encourage it because I'm now I, you. I'm you. How do I say this? You are indebted to me, or I am indebted to you. Whichever one of those is correct, you know what I'm saying. Locks. You go first, Adam. Are we doing one one communal lock? No, let's do two. We can oh, pick so an we have an extra game. pick this week. Yeah, Saturday night football, baby. Hockey night in Canada. Okay, well, mine's uh, mine's not going to be very popular here, but um, you know, I, I just kind of like Arizona. They're playing the uh, oh, San Francisco Forty Niners. It's a divisional matchup. Um, late in the season, underdogs tend to uh do well here. Real, that's a real stat. I can confirm that one underdogs cover like 60 ish percent of the times here. And the 49ers have had, you know, a few tough weeks in a row. Mm. It's, it's not knocking my socks off. I don't really like it. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to hear anything like better. Uh, Adam was kind of right. I, I don't know if slate's looking heat. <laughs> okay. It's their second match of this year too, which, you know, yep. you've already seen them. You Cardinals at home. Yeah. Oh, there is a free one on here. <laughs> Which one is that? Is that oh. the Texans? Give me the Giants plus six. <laughs> okay. The Saints are terrible. Yeah, I like the Giants too. I'm, yeah, actually, yeah, that one is pretty. Yeah, I like that's that a one. 
I mean, DeVito, DeVito looks good. And, uh, well, I mean, I just, I also, you know how I feel about DC. Yeah. Well, yeah. is DC even going to play? Oh, he'll find a way uh, to, to play and ruin his DC team. Out rumblings? Well, there was last week too, but he still showed up. I think he's like the man you cannot kill. <laughs> the team, the team, it's like the, the linemen are probably, you know, if everybody wants him out, but he's just, there's nothing they can do. Yeah. The, he keeps coming. The linemen are like, I'm like in the second quarter, like I'm going to let you blow by me. Just blow him up. Like we're on yeah. the deep shot. We're just going to give you time to blow him up. I'm going to let you right through. I feel like there's nothing worse than being like a struggling quarterback behind Jameis Winston. Cause not only is he like, Maybe the most likable guy, one of the more likable guys in the NFL, but he's also like, he does like, he like chucks it around and like makes stuff happen, which is like the opposite of what DC4 does. Yeah. It just seems like the worst situation. If it was Easton Stick, nobody would be saying anything. Exactly. And he's got Taysom Hill there too. So he's a double negative. Yeah. I like the, I like the Giants a lot. I, I do like that one. Alex, what do you like? I was, well, I was going to say, I think the best one I have is the Titans. Like oh, eat like the Titans against the Texans or the Texans against the Titans. <laughs> the Titans against the Texans. Eat like oh. the CJ Stroud situation is weird because uh, this happened to Purdy. Like he got concussed on a Sunday and everyone thought he was not going to play, and then he just played. So I feel like Stroud is going to have a similar fate. And we've seen Dollar Dollar Mills before too. I don't I don't hate that. Oh, true. Like I'm taking Houston either way. Um, that's not what I'm going to lose sleep over. Oh, I kind of like Tennessee. I'm kind of with Alex. It's like one of those ones where everybody's going to have Houston, so you kind of want Tennessee. And Tennessee is one of those teams that I, I don't want to think say that they figured something out. Like Tennessee is low-key going to make the playoffs. Everyone's yeah, got like, Tennessee, yeah. by the way. Like, they're going to finish strong. That's what they do. Rabel won't let this team just... I mean, yeah. you guys, no, not that I mean this in a mean way, but you two <laughs> love Tennessee. Like you guys yeah, love but every I, single week you bring up Tennessee, Vrabel. Like that's not can't, a you can't pick against them, but like I, I but we don't, don't shy away from that though. Like you that's been known. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just pointing it out. Well, yeah, I think Tennessee, I respect I actually respect them. Like, Me too. I think it's a good football franchise. Yeah. Given what they have. They don't have so much. What's your uh, suggestion? Well, you know, you could probably guess it. I like the Bears. I like I like the plus three oh, and a half. Yeah, I picked that too. I think that the Browns have had one too many injuries, dude. The, this left tackle's now out for the season. It's just piling up. They're just the replacements at this point. Their defense. I mean, yeah, but of, they've been the replacements all year. No, they're they're they've lost two more starters this week, dude. And yeah, but this left tackle was their backup. He no, was already the backup. No, it was That's Jedrick Wills. It was Jedrick Wills, dude. Mm. So they lost him. It wasn't the backup. They lost Grant Delpit. They're they're in big trouble, dude. And and Flacco, I'm sorry. I've seen enough of this guy. He's not doing 400 yards every week against a really good Bears defense. And yep. I like the Bears, man. I think that they're going to win that outright. They won back-to-back games for the first time under Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields. And I think that's what they needed. I think they're going to turn the corner. And the road to 9-8 and eight starts on Sunday. Let's Is go. Jack Conklin that's... out too still? Yes. Yeah, that's got to be worth a point. Uh, I like the Browns. <laughs> Adam thought like I was serious for a sec. <laughs> I also like the Browns, I got to say. Okay. Why, 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 why is Buffalo favored by two and a half? And why is all the public okay. on Buffalo? <laughs> We've got enough problems right now. We got to throw in more they questions. Have to win, Owen. 
<laughs> it's the classic they have good to football. win. That's so oh man. Yeah. If Dallas gets crushed, then then, then Dak's not may, might not be MVP. Okay, okay, but I don't think oh, that. Man. Come on, oh, and guy, we've that's got... not why Dallas is <laughs> trying to win the game, dude. We've got enough well, on that's our plate why right he now. He wants to win the game. Yeah, but if he gets crushed by Josh Allen, he won't be. I he mean, doesn't have to get be crushed. Like he can win by a field month. goal, and it's all good. No, I'm the, saying the... Buffalo wins by a field goal. It's fine. That doesn't mean uh, he got crushed. Okay. I don't think he's gonna lose his MVP case because he lost by a field goal to Buffalo. He'll lose it for me. Okay. Oh, good, good. You don't have a vote. <laughs> I love personal stakes, <laughs> Owen, dude. Okay, so we like the Giants. That's one, right? Everybody cool. likes that's good. Everybody that's good. Everybody that, that, that's free. We shot down the Bears. Two. Wow. The other two shot down. We didn't shut down the Bears because I'm. I like the Bears. We shut down the the other three picks. All got shut. Down. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not. You know, doing cartwheels for the Cardinals game. I I I like the Titans, but those two don't like the Titans. We like the Bears; those two don't like the Bears. We might have to find a, another party here. Mm. And Dallas isn't doing it. For oh, okay, you. Hey, here. How about this one? How oh, about you this know one? I would pick Dallas. I've I've got one here. What about uh, Rams at home minus six and a half against the Commanders? Like the Commanders stink. Rams had a pretty good game against the Ravens last week. Like, <laughs> I kind of like the Commanders there. <laughs> Why? What oh, makes you Brian, like the Brian Robinson? Commanders. Brian Robinson makes... didn't practice. Oh, okay. That's worth zero points. Let's, on the spread. Yeah, let's take the Rams. <laughs> fine. I'm fine with. I that. like the Rams. I like the Rams. Okay, Rams have turned so a corner. Rams, Rams, Giants. There was never a corner. It was just injuries. I swear they're a good team. Yeah, it was injury. Serious corner. There was a corner, and the corner was like some injuries. Uh, the pregnancy of McVeigh's wife. Being a Cal father, to play football the corner again. was Kyron Williams signing Carson Wentz. There was a, yeah, mm-hmm. the sign the, the corner was Kyron Williams. You're right. Giants Rams. Okay, that's. Can it. you run through the picks just so that I make sure I have them all? Yes, <laughs> we're going. We're going with the Raiders, despite a very compelling East and Stick case. We're going with the Broncos. We are going to be on the Jags. We're going to be on the Seahawks. We're going to be on the Giants, and we're going to be on the Rams. Bro. Six games. Let's keep improving our record here. I, you know, that one doesn't feel great off the hand, but I like our collective mindset, and I think we're gonna get at least a four and two there. It feels kind of heat because there were like three picks there where all four of us like unanimously agreed, which could be heat. But we've done that so many times this year. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. I feel like we've had some pretty quick picks this yeah, year. A hundred percent. And I'm not. I'm not scared off anymore. I used to be scared off. I'm not scared off anymore. All right. Hold uh, on. Can I propose one more just just to just for debate? Bonus? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bonus for debate? Yeah. What do we think about the the Patriots? Nine and a half is a lot of points for a team that we don't rate that high and against a defense that we probably do rate pretty high. Yeah, that's a good point too. I don't hate <laughs> that pick. You know, if you don't think Bill if you don't think Bill's getting up for a game against Andy Reid, yeah, I think true. I think you could have made that case a lot of times this year. Good defense, Bills getting up for this big game. They're ten point underdogs, and then they just lose and score. Yeah, zero but they've points. been playing better as of late. They have been they beat the Steelers. Well, man, I love my sheet this week. They beat the Steelers. <laughs> Owen, are you going Pats then? <laughs> yeah, I just put okay. It then in. I, I just switched my it. pick. I had the Chiefs, but Owen, I kind of yeah agree i'm gonna do the same i had the oh, what's your take on miami this is too much pressure miami new york see that's the one i'm one i'm wrestling with because i really i really was hoping 
like I was really disappointed when I saw player of the week because I think that's like I, I would have loved to just had Zach Wilson just sort of under the radar, nice game. Everyone's still opinions the same. And then he just comes out and does it again. But like, I'm a little bit worried that he's getting all this praise now, like the player of the week, you know, people are expecting a repeat. So it's a little concerning, but that being said, I, I do like the jets because I don't like the dolphins. So you think Zach Wilson's performance hinges on him getting the player of the week? Yeah. Well, like, I think it think... hinges on, it hinges on him having no expectations. I, like in his brain, him getting player of the week means he can like chill a little bit. This game It's like, I won't <laughs> no. lose the starter job. I think it's the opposite. I think he's like, wow, now it's like people are expecting me to do something again. Like, I think when he thrives is when there's like no, like, it's like you've come in for the fourth QB this year. We have no expectations that we're going to win this game. You just like throw it around. It's like when you add this pressure of like, man, you played so well, like maybe you are a starter. That's what worries me because we've seen how he can get when it's those type of circumstances and expectations. His knees are like shaking as he <laughs> yeah. steps onto the field to take the first snap. He's like, holy crap. AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Yeah, Owen's, Owen's analysis this week has really been unparalleled. He started the Cowboys game by saying, if they lose, what does it do for Dak's MVP? And then he started with AFC Offensive Player of the Week expectations in the Giants game. I really, or the Jets game. I respect it, dude. I like yep. it. I, I will say, I'll say I love my sheet this week. Good. I love it. Hey, I turned in one. I turned in a great sheet last week. Won the week, thirteen and two, yep. or thirteen. Well done, and, thank you, twelve and three. Wasn't even close. You were up two Phil on was the right next again. Guy. Phil was right again, but not as right as I was <laughs> without your help because you guys gave me the Patriots. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I was the one that flipped. Alex deserves full credit. Oh, so, yeah, Adam. What do you mean? Oh, Adam wants all four points. Of oh, I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good one on well i'm just trying to alex alex was he planted his flag yeah i don't get what the alex comment meant yeah uh, i just thought i thought it was me and owen and then you flipped but no. i guess it was me no, and it you was and owen. Then owen flipped I no flipped. owen flipped because I, I actually remember he's he flipped because he was like i don't want to hear about adam oh, saying right. that he was right and we didn't pick his pick i don't remember yeah. very... wow anyways <laughs> helmets well i just wanted to say can we put the giants and the titans into unserious yeah automatically i think that's well, an easy one what do you mean well i like i mean i i do hate this team i'm on record hating this team but i would want to you know see another week of production from the titans they were 13 point I, dogs and they won oh right well yeah, levis says like i, I mean yeah, we've seen we've seen some poverty teams clean up good teams before. The thing about the Titans, though, and and this is you know, it, <laughs> and it was Tyree Kill list, no so the, MVP list. The thing about the Titans, if they barely lost to the Colts, and they wouldn't have lost if they had like a C punting game because they got two punts blocked, then both turned into Colts touchdowns. They're not like that bad. They've had some pretty bad luck. Their special teams are horrible. I would prefer to see how their game goes against the Texans first. We, I was trying to say this last week, is the way the NFL, the season's going, it's like there's a lot of teams that are just sort of all, the, the, there's a lot of parody. There's a lot of teams that are all sort of this in the same For sure. stratosphere. Well, For that's sure. what and I'm saying, like though. That's why Niners I think they should be the, in unserious is because... Yeah. Ex except for like the top elite teams, I honestly think the Titans could beat anybody. 
except for like the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Ravens, like whoever else we have an elite. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if they played the 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 Lions today, like that you can't tell me that's not, you know, within three points, right? Yeah. Exactly. Four points. Yeah. Even if they won, you can't say you'd be shocked if they beat the Lions. Like that's not that crazy. At the rate things are going, yeah. no. Because Owen's exactly right. Like there's only two or three teams that are really like exceptionally bad. Like Carolina and, and Washington to yeah. me. Carolina, Washington and you could say the Steelers at this point. Like it, it's it's one of those ones where there's not that many at the back. So do you want to punt them down after reconsideration? I want to see what they do on Saturday because I really get the feeling this is a classic Steelers Baldwin, like Matt, uh, yeah, masterpiece. Like everybody <laughs> blows steam up, uh, mediocre Mike, and then they just come back and beat a team that they shouldn't beat. Like I feel like that's what's going to happen. The Colts, Colts are good. <laughs> To give like them those two teams playing each other, it, it is. It's like my sons going at one at, uh, one for one. Um, so yeah, okay. Let's do. So let's just put them both up. Then we are we're in agreement. Yeah. Okay, agreed. Love it. Um, other couple things I wanted to talk about because there's a lot going on right now. We said that by Wednesday the Jays would have more things done. Yeah, I thought about that today. Uh, <laughs> Nothing's happened. Now, today there was some reports, and I don't know how you trust baseball insiders. There were some reports they were kicking the tires on the Christian Yelich game from the Brewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a needle mover for you, is it? It's not. I don't, because that's as good as them saying they haven't had any talks with uh, the Brewers about Christian Yelich because no one knows what they're talking about in baseball. That is true. Now, they're they're also in the Bellinger game. Apparently, it's them and the Cubs. Now, here's a theory I heard though, and I thought this was interesting. The Blue Jays knew this is a theory, knew that they weren't going to get Otani. Oh, let but me hear this. They wanted to make so much noise about the possibility so that they could dismiss the notion that the ownership doesn't care. They're not willing to spend. They wanted to make it very clear that they were in it, even though they knew it probably wasn't going to happen. And that, you know, we shouldn't really have that much expectation for the team to get better. That that was sort of a tire pumping by them, which I kind of believe, to be honest. Oh, of course. I mean, you hear players talk about like the trade deadline and they every single player uh, is aware and, and plugged into like whether their ownership is making moves or in discussions to get guys like that's to me that I'm sure that's what they were doing, at least in part. Like I'm sure a large part of them, like they were there to actually try and get him at least to some degree, but, but yeah, you want to tell your players you're serious and free agents that you're serious. So does that mean make them less serious in your mind to pull something off for like an actual needle mover? Mm, no, like, <clears throat> I don't think so. I mean, I mean, we have the money for sure. Like it, it shows me that they're probably willing to spend. Um, and Bellinger's not going to be particularly cheap, but that's the guy I want, but I think we'll get him. Yelich, on the other hand, worries me a bit. Like he's on the wrong side of thirty. He's had a few up and down years. I don't, I don't know how much I'd want. It, I'd want the team to give up for him, to be honest. They pro- and he's got a big contract too. So they probably wouldn't have yeah. to, you know, take that much. But yeah, I want Luis Robert. That would be nice. I, I want him so bad. I, I want Jose Ramirez, dude. I want. I, let's just keep oh, going, dude. Unfortunately, nothing happened on that front. But we did get the Draymond situation. Which fired up 
I liked Adam's theory of why I fired up Alex was that it happened to a guy whose last name ended in IC. Um, it also fired up Owen quite a bit, though, from what I could tell. So I, I guess I want to start with you, Owen. Yeah, well, I was watching the game last night, uh, and I get to the Draymond thing, and it's just like the most obvious. It's just what he's done his whole career. He smacks Nurkic, not even sm smacks doesn't even do it justice he winds up and then basically roundhouse punches him in the face um and then gets ejected it just was like it fired me up because i mean this guy you know it's it's one thing to do it when you're 19 20 21 22 23 like you're a young guy coming into the league you're like trying to make a name for yourself but at this point i mean he started beef with a 22 year old um he's punched uh you know he choked out rudy gobert uh, and he's punched just now uh, Yusuf Nurkic for no reason. Um, I, I start to think that at this point, Draymond Green probably has some sort of problem with uh, managing his anger or with his managing his impulses that has just been unchecked for these years. Um, and at this point, it's just it gets sad when you're this age and you know your production's declined and you're still pulling stunts like that. So it, yeah, it it really did bug me. I'm really happy he's suspended. I don't really want to see him again uh, on a court this year. Yeah, I think it looks like he needs some help. So it's good that he's going to get some help from like the NBA and um, some other people just to, um, yeah, just see how he can manage those actions like on the court just because it's ridiculous. It's about once a month, uh, something like that happens. And it's it's unfair. It's unfair for the other players. I don't care if you're Draymond Green and you have four NBA championships and you're part of a dynasty. Like that doesn't matter. Aside from that, I mean, isn't he in the final year of his contract? Like, don't you want to get paid? Like, I don't know who's coughing up that oh. much money for you if you're going to be out every for 10 games at a time or more. Like, I, I just don't get why he keeps making these decisions, but that's probably why he is going to get some help um, off the court. Um, just because it doesn't really make sense for me why you keep doing that. Because you're playing for another paycheck. I'm sure someone's going to pay you uh, or would have paid you um, if you were you know, without those actions, right? Um, but if you keep doing that, I, I don't, I don't see what team would even consider having you on the team. So, yeah, I don't know. I think if it happens again after this, it's probably like a, a finishing oh, blow. No. Yeah, like he, no, no. I think this was the final one. This is too much. Well, it has to be. And you can you can tell too how much people in that locker room are scared of him or on that team are scared of him because Steve Kerr won't even say it was like a, yeah. like a disappointing move. Like he's clearly like, this is a volatile actor we have in here. I can't do anything to like get him upset or get him disgruntled. Yeah. Because so Steve everyone's Kerr, just walking on eggshells. Steve Kerr always has something to say when it's, you know, involving other players and other teams and, and even, even the kind of music other teams are playing during games. But when it comes to his own players, it's he has zero accountability. And, and no one's asking you to throw him under the bus. Well, Alex, but, he, he didn't see the replay. <laughs> mm, sure. But, you know, or even I was talking to Phil, even from the Zaza play, like which was like almost like, what, <laughs> 10 years ago now? Yeah. Like, he's just so... It's I just the whole franchise is full of itself and... I don't know. There's some weird things. Like, I think it's telling that, you know, Bob Myers left a year before all these guys needed new contracts. Um, and I think it's telling that, you know, Clay is in the starting lineup playing like 35 minutes a game and they don't want to play Kaminga and they don't really want to play Moody because they don't want to 
offend uh, or hurt Clay's feelings. I think it's telling that um, Curry can't even ask for, you know, some of these guys to be traded because they were talking about on the pod. Um, I think our guy, Bill Simmons, he made some good points. He said, um, if, if this, if these guys were on LeBron's team, I don't think these guys are on the roster, but Curry's just like super quiet. And like, he doesn't want to like offend clay, his splash bro or, or offend Draymond. He's just kind of like sucking it up and playing with these like really bad players that aren't helping him. And, and they're wasting these like really good years of Curry late in his career. So I just don't like what's going on with that franchise, like top down. They're, they're and they're pathetic on the road too. Like they 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 are just so bad watching them play road games. It's been like this for like the last two years. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Two they years. never win. Yeah. Oh, and also also side note, uh, Brandon Pajemski is a beast. He's that guy's a baller, fun, fun to watch. That's the first draft pick they've hit in like four years. He's he's absolutely Sick. nasty. But I agree with. I you. think they've hit. Sorry, Phil. I think they've hit on a lot of draft picks. But like I said, I think Steve Kerr's just like unwillingness to play certain guys is why you know we haven't seen some of these players translate into better in, into you know better players yeah like, i i still am of the belief that if kaminga actually had like a role and, and played more minutes as a young guy in the nba i think he'd be really good player but yeah. when you're in such a toxic environment which i think golden state is and when you're getting like dnps sometimes even maybe not this year but last year I don't, I don't, I don't get how anyone can develop that way. Well, they, same with Moody. They they've made huge mistakes. Like, didn't Sengun went two picks after Moody? Franz Wagner went one pick after Kaminga. Mel Ball, Hal Burton, guys they passed up to take James Wiseman, who they turned into Gary Payton, who they already had before. Like, they've made a lot of mistakes, and obviously nobody is perfect, but they, the thing with them is they've, they, it's not 2015 anymore. You can't play basketball with, with Draymond Green at the four or at the five or whatever they used to work for them. They didn't evolve with the game, which is turned back into big guys. They still don't have big guys. They have Dario Saric. Like, I don't, under, I don't understand how they failed to even recognize that. And they won a ring two years ago. I'm not saying that it, it hasn't worked. Obviously, that one they, they stole from a couple teams in a, in a bit of a down year by the looks of things looking back. But, you know, the thing with this is Draymond's actions, in my mind, have given them reason now because this team's going nowhere to blow this thing up and 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 not re-sign him and say he's too volatile of an actor look at the last 18 months he ruined our team last year by punching somebody on his own team in the face he got suspended for a playoff game because he stomped on a guy on sacramento he's done two things this year he's going to be missing more games than he's played by the time he comes back clay thompson hasn't played well if you get rid of draymond it's easier to get rid of him I think they're good. they have an, or an excuse now that he's given them a green light to to blow this thing up if they're willing to do it. But having said that, you're right. The toxic culture seems to be there where that these guys can do no wrong. Like that that they'll just re-sign them no matter what, and the young guys won't be able to come through. Like that's definitely a possibility with the way they've handled situations. So I j- I just don't like that they're protecting the regime at all costs. Like it doesn't matter. And, and I still feel bad for Jordan Poole. Like, say what you want about him and what he's doing on Washington and everything. But I just feel like that, like, obviously that that's like a big thing, man. You get someone like that, like a potential Hall of Famer to just punch you in the face. And like most of the guy, like no one even says anything to like protect you or everyone. Oh, well, that's Draymond. Like, I you know, I feel like Jordan Poole gets a lot of hate. I feel like that's actually pretty damaging as a young player. Like, I think that was maybe his second year, maybe third year. I don't know, but um does that 
And like I just said, the stuff with Kaminga and Moody and it's 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 really poor. I don't know how like when you get drafted by them, you're like super hyped to play when you know that, you know, it's it's you're clay, not welcome. It's Clay and Draymond above else. Steph, it's fine. Like yeah, I understand Steph. But Clay and, and Draymond are they're kind of bums now. And it's no there no, you can't be, you know, ahead of them at all. Don't like they're still number one. It's like, bro, come on. Well, I'll give some credit to Clay though. Like when they when they benched him, handled it pretty like maturely. I think there's a reason that they haven't done similar things with Draymond though. I don't know. Clay's had some comments this year that did. I I think that this whole thing. What was that heat comment he made? Yeah, he made some heat comment. Yeah, the one where where he was like, I don't think about why would I think about what anybody else thinks about me? I've done all this, you know. He had that whole thing when he was wearing the Titans toque, weirdly enough. Hmm. But I. you know, I, I I do feel like the Warriors are a uh, a team that's at a crossroads here with, with this guy. Where I know him going up, and this just I mean, they, like Alex said, they've enabled him to the point where he goes up and thinks he can just spit lies and people will believe him. Saying I was I lost my balance and it was an accident. Uh, there's video, dude. Like, what are you talking about? You did a full roundhouse swing onto his head. I don't understand how losing your balance could have anything to do with that. And him, the other line he had about when uh, you know that uh, it was an accident because I'm apologizing, I wouldn't apologize if it wasn't an accident. Mm. What is that, dude? That that's the worst excuse yeah. ever. But he also said some concerning things, which was like, um. He said, yeah, I apologize to Yusuf for hitting him, but um, you guys also know that comes with me and, and the kind of player <laughs> I am. It's like, who made you think that that's okay? Yeah. Seriously, that's like that's like internal investigation type stuff. Well, you know what NBA it is, needs to do. Who in Who in... In the Warriors organization is telling him, go do that. That's crazy. It's when they let him punch a max player on his own team and he didn't get suspended for a game. And they were more mad about the guy that filmed the incident and leaked it than Draymond who who punched, like you said, Jordan Poole. They they got problems. I'm happy to see that. They're really going down, man, into flames like this... And this is, you know, know. Draymond Not a way you picture Dynasty wrapping up. No, and and Draymond Green has had an unbelievable career, four rings, and and the ring that they lost in 2016, people forget he was dominating that game seven against the Cavs. People, like, that was the best game he's ever played in his life. People forget that. And, and he thinks he shouldn't get suspended because he got suspended for that game. Like, he's like, <laughs> I should never get suspended again because of that one final suspension. Like, well, <laughs> the thing is, though, he's had this amazing career, four rings. I get that. That's going to be the first line. The second line is going to be temperamental person who absolutely like was a, a rotting presence in the Warriors. That's going to be the second line. And say what you want about the guy. You could say he got lucky, ended up on the Warriors. I, you know, who knows the success he would have had anywhere else. But you don't mean to take away from somebody. But I mean, it just this is this is just really uh, a, a new low. And him saying you can't factor in his previous suspensions to his current suspensions is just like like uh, I'm yeah I'm not going to say anything further on that but mm. also when it comes to the ring stuff you gotta so when you talk about four rings you have to remember uh, how many or at least consider how many rings they they missed out on because he drove KD away from the team oh banger point bro and yup yeah there you uh, go 
He might have left so without that anyway. He might have. Hard to say. Hard, we'll never know until he retires, or maybe we'll never know. But the other NBA thing, and it all, I, I do love one thing about NBA Adam is I know it's a big deal when he sends me a message, and he sent me a message about Zion, and I'll let him describe what exactly he said because, I mean, it was pretty telling. I forget my exact words, but yeah, I was just, you know, watching some tournament highlights on like on YouTube or something. And then I'm watching the game and like, I was actually kind of blown away at how large he was. Like I've seen Zion before and I know there's like these jokes about like, you know, him being a big guy and not like not sticking to his, but I watched it and I like almost didn't recognize him. I'm like, wow, this, he looks like the guy that played for the Grizzlies, like, or whatever last year. Or David Roddy or Kenny Lofton. They've got two of them. Kenny Lofton, Kenny Lofton. You could throw Desmond Bain in there too a little bit. <laughs> Thick guy. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know how he plays the sport. I'm almost more impressed. Well, he has natural gifts that allow him to to do what he does. Like one in a billion natural gifts. Yeah, that he's yeah. not using to his max potential. Yeah. yeah. I also do think, though, he, he probably has an eating disorder. Like, I think that they've... Put, well, did you see Stephen A. Smith's comment? Yeah. And that oh, doesn't, so good. <laughs> it was funny, but it doesn't really... I don't think he really understands. Like, I think if Zion Zion has had enough people tell him, please follow a diet and stop eating the way you're eating, to the point where if he could listen, he would. Like, I think it's a, I think I it's agree. an actual disorder. I mean, there's got to. This is these are teams with, you know, millions of dollars invested in doctors and nutritionists and dietitians. But what can you do? You, if somebody has an eating disorder, I mean, it's not an incurable disease. You can fix the eating disorders, especially yeah, with all those you can, It's still difficult, though. I think it's I mean, hard you can, for you can Yeah, ask, but it's... But when he gets home at 10 p.m. and DoorDash yeah. has the Dairy Queen blizzard, what what are they going <laughs> to no, do No, no, no. I get that. But by saying he has an eating disorder, I think we're taking away any sort of blame that we put on him. Like, I understand it's probably tough for him to not eat, but he has all the resources in the world at his disposal. It's been multiple years that he suffered with this whatever condition, whatever you want to call it, this issue, you know, at some point I, I, uh, I tend to agree with Stephen A. Smith where um, you can struggle with weight that that can be a challenge for you, but you have every incentive and every uh, resource at your disposal to figure it out. And you haven't, I think you've got to put a lot of the blame on his But, but Doc Rivers was saying like about uh, big baby Davis, like obviously not on the same level as Zion, but say what you want like he was still a pretty good basketball player but he also mm-hmm. kind of had those same issues and he was saying like they also were investing a bunch of time and money and resources um into him um to help him lose weight just because they you know thought it could unlock even more potential for him but the problem was like they'd go to like team dinners he'd eat and then he'd eat after those team dinners too and just like they could never like he he would get into stretches where he would be in a you know acceptable like weight um, but then it just he couldn't keep it he couldn't keep it up for you know more than a month or two. Um, well, yeah, so, like what I, I, don't I, know I think why. that's on him though. Yeah, but in college he didn't like I, I'm not a design expert, but I feel like he was pretty like you know he was in decent shape. <laughs> he was also yeah. 18 though. You can also see though that like you could see that this was possible. It wasn't like he was thin. It, he was. I agree. He was yeah. thick. You could see it was possible. He wasn't in as bad of a shape as he is in now. He looks. I mean, it doesn't help anybody to to just go up and say he's fat. He looks huge. I. That's why I, I prefaced it with. I think he has a like an actual disease that that they need to put some time and effort in. But 
you can't, like Owen says, you can't absolve the guy of all the blame. But I think that Stephen A., while it's funny to go up and says he'll eat the table, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's helping him at all. I think, if anything, that's probably driving him back into more shame. Because I think... Uh, really what they need here is just a severed relationship. I think the Pelicans and him need to part ways. The Pelicans clearly have some uh, harsh feelings about giving this guy $300 million and him still having these same issues that they've been working on for half a decade. He's such a talent though. Like that. And and that's the other thing. There was people online going, why are people criticizing this guy? He has, he's averaging like 30 points a game. He's a great basketball player, but the risk of him getting hurt every game is is ever present by him carrying all this weight and with the way he plays. So I don't feel like anybody should justify it, but I don't know. It's a complex topic. I get it. Uh, yeah, I just he's yeah. I I wasn't the biggest Zion fan, you know, with him coming out of college. But yeah, I, I just wish he could, you know, work that out. Just because he is such a great talent and he's really fun to to watch and watch play. So yeah. I hope he does figure it out too. And uh, I did, you know, if there was a topic that was ever made for Alex, um, Nikola Jokic getting ejected <laughs> on Serbian Heritage Night <laughs> is the topic. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, I th- he got he just got ejected for uh, uh, John at the refs, right? Uh, there, there was the audio of what he said to him. It wasn't that bad. So it was kind of, it was on the lighter scale of things. Well, that's what I'm saying because you can't really eject a two-time MVP and NBA champion like that um, that easily. I think he should have a longer leash than that, just because I feel like other players do too. But maybe not. Like I remember when Tatum got what did he get like a technical for like clapping his hands because he was like he messed up on a play. But uh, anyways, it, the comments were raw post game. Like he was wearing his like mafia suit. Um, I think he had like a turtleneck on. It was sick. Um, and then he was just saying like, yeah, I'm just, he basically said like, I, I, I'm wondering what would happen to those refs if they were refing in Serbia. Um, and then there were some pretty like funny, uh, tweets, tweet replies on those. So can't say I disagree with him. Like it would be heat if they were making those calls in, uh, in Serbia. So I guess the refs here are treated pretty, pretty nicely. Can Adam verify that? I don't know if I want to agree with your statements. <laughs> there was a ref that got assaulted like this week in Turkey. So I don't know. Pretty heat. How's he doing? I think he went to the hospital with a black eye and the guy is in jail right now. But yeah. It's good. He part of the game. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> ugly part of the game. Yeah. I'd yeah. say ugly part of the game. I'm gonna go with shouldn't. I'm gonna put my flag, put my flag in shouldn't. But international. I'm just pulling his leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want refs, then you got to treat them nicely. It's true. It's a good point. It's true. It's true. You should treat your star players nicely, nicely too. I think though. I think it, it's. Well, uh, I don't it's, think. Uh, the, I don't. It's think a two way road. Player works for the refs. Uh, the ref wouldn't be making that money if. Jokic and LeBron and those people didn't exist. So I like, you know what I mean? It's because like, you know, like you said, so. refs, you don't think so. What are you talking about? You said that if you like ref in a world cup game, you make way more money than you would have made, um, refing MLS games. So why do you think there's such a pay increase? It's literally because of the players. So, so you should be more favorable towards 
the star players? No, no, I'm not. No, yeah, yeah, you should actually because that's how it works, and that's how I've seen it work <laughs> with should, other players. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah, yeah you no, should. but that's how it works though, because they let LeBron do it, and they've let other guys do it. So I think Jokic totally falls into that class, or for any <laughs> any player for that matter. I don't, I don't Messi think that makes sense. That's how they approach it in basketball. That's fair, but that wouldn't really make sense. And you're saying Messi just that I doesn't get. You're saying Messi doesn't get the benefit of the doubt over no. God. That wouldn't be very fair tactically. Like if if he can, if you're if Sergio Ramos can commit fouls and not get booked. No, no, that's another... not okay. So Argentina's like what... Argentina's like thirty penalties that they had in the World Cup was just the <laughs> Let's go conspiracy, Alex. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, also, it doesn't no. even need to extend to like calls. It can just be like you know you 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 give maybe a longer leash to to players, um, to to like talk to the ref or be upset about a call. Yeah, see, I like this idea that I'd like to see these NBA guys do it the way the NHL guys do, where if they start going at you, the NHL guys, the refs just go back at them. Like the, like the amount yeah. the amount of altercations there are between player and ref in NHL game is like five a period where they're just expletiving each other back and forth. Like I'd like yeah. to see that type of give in the NBA, especially, I mean, it's one thing if they're like Draymond running at you from across the court, maybe that's a D, but it just in terms of like a verbal thing, I don't think what Jokic said is like a, an ejectable thing. That's something the ref should be able, it's obviously not a nice thing to say, but the ref has the in my mind with the way the NHL guys do it has the right to give it back and and what happens happens but I get you know that's well, kind of uh, I think uh I think a big part of it and in NHL you can't really tell like from a viewing standpoint that's what's true. being said and who's saying it I think a uh like the reasoning behind it is if you let star players get away with getting in a ref's face and screaming in the face and then you have young kids who are watching the game and who think it's okay to do and then that just propagates at all levels and then you don't have refs anymore yeah people don't, I don't think that people don't advocate for it but kids see it on tv and they do it like it happens in no i, games all the I time. agree with that but, I agree but with who, that. who who who's ever screamed in a ref's face and gotten away with it though my my issue is that people pay a lot of money to go see some of these players and i think it's it's uh I don't think the refing part, like uh, if your feelings get hurt, I kind of don't care because people paid a lot of money to come see this player play. And if you're going to eject them for something super soft, then I think wow. that's where I, that's where I cross the line is yeah. I think it's your job also to have like to have tougher skin just because your feelings get hurt. Doesn't mean the player needs to get ejected. I guess, yeah. but you can spin zone that and say, if you're the player that people are paying money to come see and you're on a tech, then maybe you shouldn't, you know, be so butthurt about not getting a call and yell at the ref. You should maybe yeah. control your emotions. But he's like Jokic, though. Oh, that's, okay. yeah, he is. Well, he is that's though. my thing. Yeah. It is that way, though. Yeah, I do think that those guys should get a little. Yeah. Well, LeBron obviously gets some more get. I mean, we've all seen that Jordan clip too, where the the refs like, "Did he touch you?" Oh, you <laughs> think so, Michael? <laughs> yeah, you think so, Michael? <laughs> Foul. That's what the star guys get so in the wrong. NBA because that's the way it should be. I mean, I think this guy just probably got you know, and and refs are entitled to have whatever type of skin thickness they want. If this guy took it that way, then I think he's entitled to give him a tech. But to double him off that, is, and especially on Serbian Heritage Night to the back-to-back MVP <laughs> and NBA champion, that is crazy. That That is like, watch the me show. That That's what yeah. that is. Also, also, I want to say too, part of the, the reason these, these veterans get this sort of deference is because I think you develop a reputation as like somebody that has a 
good sense for like when you get fouled and when you don't get fouled, right? So like Marcus Smart, for example, I don't know if there's a lot of refs that are like, hey, Marcus was at a foul after he throws his body and then, you know, Marcus says yes and they give him the call, right? You, you become aware of somebody like that who maybe is an embellisher. Whereas somebody like Jokic, is, at least as far as I understand, he doesn't have the reputation of being somebody that's, you know, cries a lot about fouls or whatever. Maybe I'm wrong there, but it seems like he's somebody that's pretty fair. And so, you know, I think that that plays a, a part as well. And also in general, I think refs should be less quick to eject or to tech to, you know, issue technicals, just generally speaking. It, it depends on the guy because Luca, Luca's the worst complainer in, in sports. I mean, he, he, every single time he's talking to the guy and I know it leads the league in text. I think he has like three in his last 10 games. He, you know, but Adam, you would agree that you develop relationships with these people. If you're kind to the same to the officials, the word would go around that this guy's pretty good, and you would just learn. And, and eventually, guys would get more give than other guys. And I think Jokic is in that reputation. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I don't watch a lot of basketball, but I think basketball kind of has it right. Like, I think they're pretty good with you know when they eject and when they don't. Like, I think they. You know, you don't see the big outbursts in basketball the same way you do in soccer or football because they kind of have it handled, in my opinion. And I follow the NBA refs account on Twitter, and I kind of like uh, the stuff they post and Let's stuff. Go. So, I mean, I, I think I think they are uh, good in the discipline scenario. So if if that's where they draw the line, I guess he knows for next time. But I didn't see the clip or anything. Mm. Yeah. Ten. 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 So here's the situation. I was looking ahead. Obviously, we got this Sunday night because we're doing the games. And the next Sunday night is Christmas Eve, so that's a no. And then the next Sunday night after that is New Year's Eve, so that's a no. So what if we do that year-end one and then put it on one of like put it on the 31st or something? But then we'd have to do it in advance. Yeah, sure. yeah. That works for me. Okay. Anyway, we'll be back Sunday night, Monday morning, giving the picks. And then, uh, yeah. We'll have Caleb after that, I guess, for the people who are listening. He doesn't know that yet. Let's but go. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that either. Well, you have uh, a vacation to tend to. Oh, yeah. Heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, he is coming to fill in. <laughs> okay, we'll be back.